0: Hi, hey, Mike. Oh, he's got a new background. Well, hey, yeah, hey.
1: you can tell. You can tell he's farther away and everything.
0: Can you hear me? Yep.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a new background.
2: Yeah, a whole new background. <clears throat> <clears throat> there's nothing. It's it's incomplete. There's nothing. Just
1: <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. You could do a green screen now for sure.
2: <laughs> That's true i like
0: the flowers are a nice touch yeah
2: a yeah it'll add it'll bonus
1: so how's the move going mike
2: that's going it, it's, it's it still done? no it
1: no oh, it's next tuesday that's right
2: yeah the the key handoff is tuesday yeah. i but forgot it's,
1: uh, what day of the week it is i i forgot yeah. we called yesterday yeah <laughs> i've been busy
2: yeah but we're, uh, we've been staying here. I mean, it's we're in the new house. It's just, you know, still like in the process of clearing out the old one and cleaning it up and getting it ready to hand the keys over. That's it.
1: <laughs> okay. The year is 2021. It's the 29th of July in your way away on the North Coast with Amigo Schmo. Mike. And Mickey. He, I'm drinking. he always pauses on the date. Always. <laughs> I forget how to say it. Did I do it right? I don't even know. (laughs) What are months? (laughs) I completely go blank. I'm drinking. I'm using the Glyph Cup to drink some Jefferson Reserve very old
2: Kentucky bourbon. Oh, nice, nice. Nice. I got some very young Twisted Tea.
0: And I've got the House Brand. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I would have had that, but I just feel like going downstairs to get one (laughs) (laughs) It's such a long way the bourbon's right here in the other across you know on the other side of this wall
0: so have you guys been keeping track of uh the latest buffett concerts and stuff
2: not (laughs) lately i've been it's i don't i'm not paying attention to much lately um for uh those first few concerts they were playing them on uh radio margaritaville i was listening to those I happened to be in the car and stuff so i'd listen to large chunks of them same here i did i have listened to chunks of some live
1: concerts i don't know what's what over the past few weeks i well, not I, I I said i should know this since i have a podcast but how many enjoyed did you do? it
0: was it it was four shows at the beginning of july right mm-hmm Two Nashvilles. No, five shows. That's right. There were three Nashvilles, Indianapolis and Cincinnati We're all at the beginning of July. I heard a <clears> lot <throat> of the maybe
2: almost all of the Nashville, um, which one? some of the Indianapolis and
0: none of the Cincinnati. Well, I've got all of them recorded. I've got clips for all of them. Nice. I really don't think I, I, I'm unsure if you guys want to go through all eight shows that we could talk about. Um, cause I've got like how many clips I got, like 31 clips, wow. 32, 32 clips. It seemed like the shows were pretty similar. Am I wrong? E- well, <laughs> let's talk about the belly up show first. That was yeah, supposedly, okay. that was supposedly Jimmy's first concert in front of an audience back yes. in April. Um, and that was the one that was streamed on father's day. A lot of people were very upset. When they when they paid their money to find out that it wasn't going to be broadcast live. Right. Wasn't going to be streamed live, which got me thinking it's being advertised as his first show in front of an audience. So how could it be the first show if he did four shows in Florida, at Delray Beach? So, I mean, I think that went through for one thing. And then do you want to pay a, sh- a fee to watch a show that was going to be broadcast live in front of you? Because that means you'd be paying for all the shows that are coming up. So I was annoyed at people that were complaining about this. But anyway, I did pay my 1750. I talked myself into it. So I have a copy of the show. And here's the first clip. This is uh, Jimmy walking out on stage. It was in front of an audience of 40 people um, spread out over 10 tables. So it was a very intimate show. And Jimmy walked out on stage all by himself and had this to say as his first words in front of an audience. What is going on? How many of you have been to a show recently? <laughs> well,
3: after 14 months of not playing, you kind of have to will these things, and so I tried to will the fact that I, we were ready to go, and things just kind of fell into place, and they always usually do when you want them to. So we were just inviting family and friends of people here that we knew, and, and we knew it, we were just talking backstage. We we're going, I think they're going to like like us in the beginning and they're not going to throw shit at us. This is really good. So <laughs> we're starting off. And uh, for those of you who kind of, yeah, it's been freaky, but this is not a Zoom call. so uh, And our mics are all on. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I want to say that there, you know, there are times in, in the long run, thank God that I have had for, for whatever reason, that uh, 40 people was a big deal to me. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe back in the beginnings of this place but euphoria people are a really big deal because this is the start of something that's a bigger deal so hopefully we'll be able to get back on the road and do the kinds of things we always want to do and uh i was thinking about it. i have a i have a, a lot of close friends out here tonight that, that actually showed up so this is good um, free tickets will get anybody out <laughs> but e- even at uh five o'clock somewhere in the afternoon but uh I, I gotta put it in pilot vernacular because we have been in mothballs for 14 months <laughs> and uh and now i guess you know this afternoon on this beautiful Solana beach day i think it's appropriate hour of five o'clock to to roll this airplane out of the hangar and uh, knock a little dust and rust off of the wings and kick the tires and light the fires and let's go for a little test flight around miramar so fasten your seat belts Keep your social distance. Bill Walden. do not dance on a table. (laughs) And we're going to have a little fun tonight as we change altitudes, attitudes, and latitudes. Thank you for coming. And uh, now.
0: And then he introduced the band members, and it was pretty much the same as the Delray Beach concert, except John Lovell was not there. So it was just a four piece, or would that be a five piece, including Jimmy? It was Mac McAnally. Eric Darkin on percussion, Robert G on steel drums, and Mr. Utley. So, yeah, there'll be a five piece if you count Jimmy. And uh, it was recorded over a Saturday and a Sunday, um, but I don't know the dates. It's really difficult to find out what the dates were. And the video seemed to be mainly from Saturday, but he did mention Sunday a couple times. So I can't really give you a set list because it's a combination of the two but there weren't there weren't any specifically rare songs that he did um i do have a clip from pencil thin mustache which was the well the first song he did was changes in latitudes and uh after that he did knees my heart and there's the intro to pencil thin mustache which i thought was amusing he's talking about mustaches
3: okay um this is a this little song called pencil thin mustache and uh I, I never have had one, but uh, I've always admired them on certain other people. Mer- Errol Flynn, Boston Blackie, I don't know, my aunt Mabel. Um, you know, But uh, anyway, uh, it's a little song because it dates us a little bit because uh, we now live in the time of illegal marijuana. <laughs> Who would have ever thought, not me, that we happen to be... <laughs> I, lo- I love being in the ma- legal marijuana business. You yeah? How about you?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah.
3: All right, Mr. Yeah, Utley. Okay. Yeah. He's a, he's a certified big- stockholder, I believe, last time
4: I was. Up.
0: Um, the next time was growing older, but not up. And during the intro, Jimmy explains that he sprained a toe on his right foot and cracked a rib on his left side. So he's... Grateful that he has some money in a medical marijuana business. <clears throat> um, next clip is It's My Job, and it starts with Jimmy making a funny noise, and that's because he bumped into his guitar tech who was trying to plug his guitar in at the same time.
4: All right. Whoops.
3: Yeah, thanks. Okay. <laughs> um, this is a Mac McInally song because. Uh, I first uh, heard about Mac uh, back in the days when I was out here on ABC Donehill Records and uh, working for some characters there who always had who had signed him up. And I saw this album cover with a, a large redheaded person with no football helmet on, and uh, and it had dungarees on. on like, where'd he get that? Where'd he get that look? You know, uh, and uh, it was Mac. And uh, I heard a couple of great songs on that, and I've been recording his songs ever since. And so. This is a little one that, uh, it, you know, as we all get back to work and we all get back to having some fun, and we get to do that is our job. We get to have fun as a job. So thank you for that. <clears throat>
5: and that's you got one of those jobs too, don't you? Explain your part of it. Well, I, I wrote this job when I, I wrote this song when I had a terrible job. I had a job working on the highway, and like Oof. most jobs, it kind of sucked. A lot of percentage of all jobs suck, but I learned a lesson. On that job, I learned that even if it sucks, it's still important to do your best. Uh, and I wrote this song to try to remind me to do my best. In the last couple of year, in the last year and a half, it means a little bit something different. We got some, we got some healthcare providers and some first responders here today who did their job all year last year, so that when it's time that we can do ours, we can do it safely. We are so glad to get to, I can't tell you how much it means to stand on a stage with these guys and play again after all this time off. So it's a great pleasure to, to do. It's my job right now.
0: Fade out. Um, next clip is the wino and I know. And uh, Jimmy talks about the rest of the band during the intro. And I also found out that the really cool New Orleans sound of the Delray Beach show originated with this concert, which kind of makes sense. But it was just interesting to hear.
3: Anyway, uh, while well, we're putting the show together. Uh, the first thing is, don't worry, because all the rest of the coral reefers are still with us. They're younger and not quite vaccinated yet and uh but hopefully as we move along and get the plane up to altitude we'll have everybody back and uh hopefully by the fall we will be able to come back here and just kick ass a little bit with the whole thing but you gotta you gotta start somewhere and that's, there's no better place to do it here and uh this little song because we we're playing around with stuff that when we don't have everybody here and uh we have Two vocalists here, and, and Mr. Utley chimes in occasionally on some things, right? Very, the third very, part,
4: very little, but yeah. occasional.
3: And uh, so, but well, we were playing around this song, and of course, we we have a lot of New Orleans time, Mac and I do, and uh, and so does Mr. Utley there.
0: And then they go into talking about how they revamped Wino and I Know. The next song is Grapefruit Juice Fruit and I've got a clip from that intro too. Jimmy's talking about a button and it's a thing on, the, on his clip to his belt, I guess, on his back for uh, volume and so that's what he's talking about when he's constantly referring to the button.
3: Alright! <laughs> huh? okay. A little more on this, uh, Richard. I can't hear. Uh, um... There we go, uh-huh. all right. Well, maybe it was my button, too. Let me see, we both, are, I don't know, multitasking here. <laughs> okay, all right. uh, They don't, they normally don't let me, I have a button here, but they say, do not touch that button. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, oh. I think that sounds That's a lot it. better,
4: don't you? That's okay. <laughs> Who told you not to turn those buttons? Huh? There,
3: that guy. that guy rich told me not to turn them off i don't know robert or rich i don't know one of them told me not to
2: turn it up but <clears throat> i think it sounds pretty good and the next song <coughs> your, your mic is way there
0: yeah the next song is cheeseburger in paradise and jimmy has problems again because he switched guitars he switched a guitar to play grapefruit. And I switched to another guitar and uh, there's a problem with the strap. The um, it, it came disconnected from the bottom of the guitar. I don't know if there's a name for the bottom of the guitar, but it, the strap slips off and the guitar tech rushes over to help with the strap. And he forgets to actually turn on the amp for Jimmy's guitar. And um, Mac figured out what the problem was. And he just walks over and steps on the pedal. And so that's what you would be seeing if you paid your seventeen fifty. <laughs> Thank
1: you very
4: much, a little guitar. All right. yeah. 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 Okay. Uh-oh. 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 What happened? I don't
5: know. The strap had a year off too.
3: I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. Now, if we just turn it on, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's okay, Ron. Ten times CMA, guitar turner owner. Hmm.
5: Multitask.
3: Multitasking his ass off up here, I'm telling you now. So,
0: um, this is sound. Donald- I forgot, I got to pause it because um, I included um, some more talk with Jimmy, but I also did a hard edit to within this cheeseburger song because Mac was trying to sound like a reeferette. So, listen in for him trying to sing uh, falsetto.
3: Cheeseburger Paradise. And uh, all right, okay. So, uh, you know, try to keep your try to keep your uh, social distance. But uh, if everybody wants to sing along on the verse, where we have no reaperettes here, so but just stay around your table and just, just sing your asses off on this thing. Because, uh, uh, but if you know the words, but if you don't know the words, go ahead and sing whatever you want to sing on here. Because, uh, uh, yeah, this, this has to be everybody's first show back, including us, right? Yeah. 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 These moments we're left with, we will always remember. Yeah. Oh, who, who is that? <laughs> who is that? <laughs> Emmett Kelly or somebody like <laughs> that. Wow. Okay, a little Cheeseburgers in Paradise. Okay, we're ready for this, huh? Okay, all right, all right. I know how some of you like your cheeseburgers out there. Some of you, I don't. Cheeseburger is paradise.
1: A cartoon character. He's not a 10-time uh, backing <laughs>
0: vocalist. Female backing winner. vocalist.
2: Female yeah, yeah. falsetto vocalist.
0: Um, and uh, shortly after that, they did... Mac got to do Little Martha, and then when Jimmy came back on stage, he announced that he's changing the set list, and they did Jolly Mon sing. I don't know what song was originally intended for that spot, but they did do Jolly Mon sing, And then they did a bunch more songs. Um, Frank Marshall, Uh, producer director frank marshall came out to play on margaritaville and the final song was lovely cruise just like jimmy hinted at earlier and that was the belly up show 22 songs recorded sometime in april on a weekend in april um so fast forward two months to june 5th and i think this is after the delray shows i think those were in may but I'm not sure. Anyway, it was the Jerry Jeff Walker tribute concert, which was like three and a half hours long and broadcast on Radio Margaritaville and also viewable on a Jerry Jeff Walker tribute concert website where you could stream it. I did not do that, but I did listen to it on Radio Margaritaville. And it took three hours for Jimmy to show up. He showed up right around the three hour mark and he did three songs. Um, uh, They were Railroad Lady, which you'd expect because that's his his uh collaboration with jerry jeff everybody's talking and also sangria wine the jerry jeff song sangria wine which i i don't remember ever hearing before but it sure sounded familiar um
2: oh yeah i've heard it and and
0: um somebody else is it todd snyder does a cover of that i don't know
2: maybe yeah, yeah I, I when i play
1: the joe tashler radio station on apple music <laughs> it will that's the song jerry jeff's version will come up mm. once well now i want to say i heard this
2: i did i heard Margarita this concert ago. yeah
1: oh yeah or something I, I, maybe i heard this
2: and theme. i heard i heard like a lot of the artists i remember listening to a lot of it before jimmy even came on
0: mm-hmm. it wasn't bad I no was it, was, it was good
2: i'm wondering if i heard a wrap-up
1: because i think i heard railroad lady what was the other song
0: you said everybody's talking which is off, uh, yeah. which is an old song, and it's also on Meet Me in Margaritaville. Yeah, yeah, I heard this old song from the seventies.
1: I can't believe it'd be the concert. I didn't hear other artists. It must have been, you know, Kirsten revisiting. But anyway,
2: yeah, maybe there was somebody I, uh, like right before him, and then I just thought maybe somebody right after that was good. I
0: thought they it had, was just old. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. I'd have to go back to the. I didn't write down the people that. That appeared in it. Um, I know Steve Earle was part of it. That's the only name that comes to mind. Um, The intro to Railroad Lady is. I mean, it it was Jimmy was really feeling nostalgic. So his intros went on forever. It's like an eight minute intro Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to play it for you guys. I'm giving you guys a break so you don't have to just stare into your camera for eight minutes. But I am going to make it an exclusive on the audio podcast version to show some love for the audio podcast version, which is getting short shrift these last few months first time that uh, Jerry Jeff Walker and Jimmy Buffett were booked to play together was in Jackson,
3: Mississippi. It was a long time ago. They were booked to play a field house and nobody showed up. So they opened their guitar cases, played to each other and became lifelong friends. And so in introducing Jimmy Buffett, we'd all like to say, Thanks for showing up. Well, welcome out of quarantine. That's what I'd say. If I was going to be in a bubble anymore, I would like to be in yours right here.. You know? um, it's been great just to sit here and listen to all of the um, all the people that have played before, so I get to follow that. you know So um, the great thing about it is, I love listening to everybody's story about what Jerry Jeff did for their basic careers, uh, and being one of those. Um, that's the thing about it is somebody told me one time, as a performer, Jerry Jeff would shine the spotlight on everybody else that he thought was going to make it. And you've seen a lineup of mo- some of the most incredible singers and songwriters that he just helped us all up. In my case, I was going to do that, man. <laughs> I had not forgotten. I was, that's like, you know, that's like in Shakespeare, the curtain goes down or something. You know, come on. So uh, my particular story with Jerry Jeff started when I was a reporter in Billboard magazine in Nashville. uh, uh, Trying to get in uh, the music business there. And Jerry Jeff came to town and uh, there was a reception for him at ASCAP. And I had a friend there named Jerry Wood who worked there. And uh, yeah, I knew about because, you know, when I wasn't working at Billboard, I was trying like hell to do this, you know. <laughs> and uh, so we met Jerry Jeff and uh, I, did an, I did a piece on him. I, did, I asked him and he, I did a story on him. And then, of course, he said, well, let's go out and get a drink. And that's how it started. <laughs> and so um, at that time, I was kind of ending my first very quick marriage and uh, Jerry Jeff was very instrumental in it happening at a rapider pace than I thought it was going to happen. <laughs> this is an honest to God, true story and uh, I've heard everybody else's and uh, I just think it's wonderful that we all have these stories. So, we go out and get a drink and all of a sudden, the next thing I know Jerry Jeff is going home with me. And... Uh, <laughs> And I'm thinking, this is so cool. Jerry got walking this coming home with me. So I get home, and at this point, you know, my wife's upstairs. I'm, I'm down, and we're, we're just continuing on. And so uh, at the time, I woke up on the couch, to the, and I heard something going on, and he was screaming and yelling, and I went, ooh, ooh. And, uh, and so I woke up the next morning to the phone ringing, and it was, I picked it up. And this is is back in the day when they would cut your phone off with the operator. And this woman got on and said, are you ready to behave? And I went, what? And they said, we shut your phone off last night because you were using obscene language on the phone. It was Jared Jeff. So, long story short... um, I was, I, I, he left and he said, well, you know, I'm sorry about that. And I'm going back to Miami. And if you ever get in a pinch, if you're in Miami, look me up. And then I sat there and looked at the avocado green Kenmore washer and dryer spinning around going, my life is in a turmoil right now. And uh, cut to, I get a gig in Miami. And uh, working coffee houses. And I go to this place. And I, you know, had little money. I put my thumb across a TWA credit card, spoke with a big Southern accent, and bullshitted my way onto the airplane. I got to Miami, went to the to the club, and I said, "Mr. Durkin, I'm here." Mr. Jimmy Buffy said, "No, it's it's two weeks from now." I went, "It can't be, because I have no other work. This is it." He said, "No, no, no, it's two weeks away," and I went. Jesus Christ. So I called Jerry Jeff. I said, I'm in Miami. I'm supposed to have this gig over at the Flick. And he said, come on over. And that started it. And he just took me in and I lived with him for two weeks in Coconut Grove, Florida. And uh, the thing of it is, it's been, it's been pointed out to me by my wingman, Mr. Mac- McAnally here, 10 times CMA musician of the year. It, it it's been pointed out to me that uh you know we uh we kinda we kinda got in this together that uh in Nash and Nashville wasn't doing too well for me, so I get to, to Miami and Jerry Jeff says, Well, you ever been to Key West? And I went, No. He said, Well let's go. So Jerry Jeff Walker was actually the originator, you know, I've noticed the country has slipped to the beach. Have you noticed this? I've become aware of it myself, but it wasn't me that, Yeah, you know, everybody says, well, you know, that sort of, slight, you know, creativity, as Mark Twain said, his own detective plagiarism, and uh, so I said no, because Jerry Jeff Walker was the first person to take folk music and then whatever country music was at that time, to the beach because he was in the studio and he recorded with Tommy Dowd and, and did an album called uh, Being Free and that just took me there and so it was from Jerry Jeff that I got to Coconut Grove to Key West and he left me there and uh, the next thing I got was a telephone call later after he had uh, exited and he said you got to get to Austin and uh, I came and I uh, Jerry Jeff Walker took me to Key West and brought me to Austin. That's all I got to say about that, you know. So this is a little song, um, you know, af- after that wild ass finish that those those uh, wonderful people did. I thought I'd do some spiritual music here. And uh, this is a song, the only song that Jerry Jeff and I ever wrote together. And uh, we did it on a train. And, uh, Once you get into Jerry Jeff's sphere, somebody said the other night that he is like the sun and we orbit around him, and I totally believe that. And he has a a very severe uh, gravitational force. And so uh, we're on on a train going from New Orleans, I mean, from Nashville to New Orleans, and uh, uh, we we wrote this song on the train, going up and coming back. And. Richard Toad Andrews who played with Mother Earth back then we, I have a witness to this because What happened was we wrote this song And then I put it you know, I, I wrote it and I put it on my, my first album And then Jerry called me and said Why is my name on that song? I said because we wrote it together on the train And he didn't quite remember it And he went,
4: oh, okay so, <laughs> so,
3: And and the first, first cut I ever got in Nashville, Lefty Frizzell recorded uh, Railroad Lady first, then Willie did it, and then it came on. And the great thing about it is Jerry Jeff finally learned the song. We played it four or five times, and he didn't know a goddamn word of the song.
0: Um, and can we I, say, interesting. There you interesting. go. Interesting. There we go. Thank you very much. And, but I do, I, I will play the intro to sangria wine. It doesn't have anything to do with the song, but Jimmy just points out something that's happening on stage.
3: Um, we have, we have a special added attraction here. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is like science project here. Okay. But while we're doing this, there's, there, there's two love bugs here. Um, Attracted to each other under my toes over here. Oh, don't step on that bug.
4: Okay. I'm sorry. They're about to
3: have fun.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so everybody's having a good time tonight. Even these ladybugs up
4: here. Yeah, got it. Got it. yeah I got it.
0: Another they launch into St. Greer One. It was a really drunken, sloppy version of St. Greer One, which was a, it was hilarious to listen to um jimmy did not i think i'm pretty sure that mac was with him but mac didn't do any singing or anything he might have played along in the background but he wasn't like a featured player and jimmy played in front of the house band which also included lloyd mains on steel guitar and i haven't heard that name in a while that's uh, natalie main's father um and it's been such a long time since i've heard that name i thought he might have retired or something but it was it was cool to hear his name mentioned um fast forward to uh, almost a month later to July 4th Jimmy appeared on the Capitol 4th special on PBS right before the Washington DC fireworks but it was a pre-record and he was performing a reggae version of this land is your land with Robert G and Mr. Utley on, on uh, melodica so i've got a copy of that and i'll you know, drop it in right here. Just a little snippet, just to show you that I've got it. And then two days later was the first full-blown Buffett uh, show of the new tour. The life—I um, almost forgot the name of the album. Life on the Flip Side tour. And they—they um, they weren't sure if they're going to do a Bing and Bong show, but they did. But the audio was terrible. Their microphones were so low, it could barely hear what they were talking about. So I'm not going to bother with a clip. Um, Jimmy performed at the Ass End Theater, even though it's spelled Ascend Theater, he referred to it as Ass End Theater. This was Tuesday, July 6th. That's, 2021. that's what you call
1: the bottom of the guitar.
0: OK, <laughs> right, so hey,
1: there you go. <laughs> I wanted to say something.
0: <laughs> the concert started with Hot Hot Hot, which was kind of cool to hear again. And then they did this video intro, which totally threw me because it was nothing but Skype sound effects. And while I'm setting up on my, my recording, I'm going, Why is Skype opening up on my computer? I didn't I didn't open up Skype. Why am I hearing all these sound effects? And then I found out later that it was the a pre-record on screen. It was to show it was like a like a video chat. Jimmy was trying to connect with all the other core reefers, but they were all gone. Their rooms were empty. And it turns out they were on stage waiting for him. You know, that's the gag of that. Um what do you think was the first song for the life on the flip side tour? I'm
2: sure I heard it and I can't even. Remember. I'll,
0: I'll give you a hint. It's from <laughs> life on the flip side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, It was la-dee-da. down. At, yeah. Down, down at the lot. I couldn't yeah. think of the name of yeah. the song. That's and then when, when they start with it, it's like, of course, that's what the song they start with. And then the second song was brown eyed girl and they went right into it right after La Di They went right into Brown Eyed Girl, which was cool because it really kept the audience on their feet. Third song was Changes in Latitudes. Fourth song was Knees of My Heart. And I've got a clip from the intro of that.
3: All right. Thank you. Thank you for coming from wherever you came from, be it West Nashville or... West Hampton, I don't know, but boy, we got a good crowd on Tuesday, and uh, let's just think—we've been—we've been been creeping back up to try to get shows together like a little caterpillar. Uh, We started in California to ten tables and four people. Went to Delray Beach in Florida, kind of wiggled our way back, and uh, and so here we are, and so happy to be here and to play for you, great, great fans, forever. We ain't going anywhere. The band signed a contract that they're not going home for three years. We're just going to stay out here. Oh, was that a mistake in there? Roger said that. He didn't want to go home. Yeah, all right. Do y'all want to go home tonight? I don't think so. I think, I think we're here, huh? But if you get caught here in, in, in the, uh, the moment that we did, I mean, welcome to the stage. i got to be honest with you. I've done this a long time, but that felt as good as anything I've ever fucking
2: done. I mean, uh, thank you. Oh, that's why Mickey likes that clip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drops mm-hmm. the F-bomb.
0: There are a few of those in here. Uh, matter of fact, he dropped the F-bomb uh, during the intro to Pirate Looks 40 at the belly up. He was talking about finding out that Bob Dylan and <laughs> I'm supposed to say Bob Evans. That's just because I'm so hungry. Bob Dylan and Joan Baez. Um, sang a pirate looks at 40 at the Rose Bowl. And his response was, you got to be fucking kidding me. But the reason I didn't play that clip earlier is is because he he uses that story to introduce Pirate Looks at 40 at every show. And there's a better clip of it later on. So that's why I didn't do it for the belly up. Anyway, that was Knees in My Heart. The next song was Slow Lane off the new album, which was cool to hear, especially with the refrets in the background, because... add a lot to that song grapefruit juicy fruit was next son of a son of a sailor five o'clock somewhere delaney talks to statues because of songs you don't know by heart then come monday on ukulele and volcano and i've got a clip of volcano because he changes the lyrics to volcano a bit and it's also interesting when he's at a venue which where he disses them in the volcano lyrics and now he has to undiss them because he's there in front of everybody so here's this clip
3: but I don't want to land in New York City don't want to land down in mexico no, no, no. I don't want to land in the tree my island I don't want to see my skin that glow no, no, no. I don't want to land in Comanche Sky Park good to be back in Tennessee I no, no, no. do in the San Juan Airport, customs man, are, hey, chasing me. Don't want to land on no Mar a Lago, don't want to land on no Buzzers Bay, don't want to land in no West Coast heatwave. I'll take Nashville on Tuesday.
0: There's a documentary called Under the Volcano that's about the George Martin Air Studios in Montserrat, where Volcano was recorded. And I guess it just came out um buffett news just well i don't know when they posted it but i just saw it today and it links to the the official trailer for the move for the documentary so i checked it out and they misspelled jimmy's name the oh, whole oh, way in the trailer the oh, official geez. trailer they misspell his name i was so pissed off right. but anyway
1: it looks kind of cool i just peeked to the jerry jeff website just to see who was at that concert and they spelled his name right I noticed it. I said, Oh, at least they spelled this day. <laughs> <They right."> better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're like friends with him, so they know how it's spelled. Right, it's right. Yeah. Yeah, the Jerry uh, Jeff's family is friends with Jimmy. But this is a now, didn't we hear about this
1: documentary in one of those podcasts back here in the COVID era? I think we did. I don't know.
0: I, I remember talking First about it. First I heard text. of it was was Jimmy talking about it.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought we heard that something like that was happening. Maybe I heard this it had nothing to do with Buffett. I just heard Maybe one of my podcasts talked about how they were going to have a documentary on those studios.
0: And- there, are a lot, there are a lot of cool old photos in the in the trailer, old photos of Jimmy looking very young, drinking in the, in the control room, control booth, or recording, whatever it's called. Um, next song is Ch- uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise, then One Particular Harbor, Little Martha, Cowboy in the Jungle, because of songs you don't know by heart, Growing Older But Not Up. Nobody from nowhere, which was cool to hear again. Oh, first you know look this
2: reminds me, the, the growing older, but not up. I I think they put a different twist on yeah, it, didn't
0: they? They they sped it up and they, they sped cut it up. It, they gave it like our standard rock beat.
2: Yeah, I like it. I like I like this this newer this new version of it.
0: And first really look from Florida's back where I come from, the wino and I know, which still has the New Orleans sound up oh, somebody told wow. Siri to or Alexa to turn the lights off
2: joe's power went but, out
0: um and why don't we get drunk and screw I, it's a song that so many people don't like but i think is fun in concert and uh, for some reason jimmy oh he was talking about he wants to play this song at the grand old opry he wants to be invited to play at the grand old opry and if he does he's going to play this song he's going to do this song because it's based on so many country songs. And for some reason he decided to sing it like Whispering Bill Anderson. Do you guys know that name? I don't either, but I guess he sounds like this.
4: I see girls cheering up about oh, don't and This one's for Whispering Bill.
0: next song is finn's and then margaritaville ends the concert proper and jimmy had this to say about the current situation
4: all right this brings us to
3: margaritaville <laughs> listen it's been a pretty good song but i gotta say one thing about it at this point in this time in, in all of our lives especially mine i'd say uh, there were days when I didn't know whether, whether or where we would ever play again. Uh, but we made it here, and uh, I just have to thank people like this band, this crew, first responders, healthcare workers, the MRA researchers who made the vaccine that made it possible for us to play for you tonight. Get that vaccine; it's in your best interest, and that's what happens. Fun is back in the world because of that. So let's get back to Margaritaville right now. Thank you, Nashville, Tennessee. We got three more, two more days. Oh, my math never was that good, but we're going to Margaritaville right now. All right.
0: First encore was Southern Cross, and then they did Sangria Wine again. And, uh, and it sounded a lot better than the... Jerry Jeff tribute concert because they weren't quite so inebriated. It was it was a really tighter sounding performance, and I I think it's a great song. I think you should keep oh, it. I, I know I like it. I've I know it. we rail on him for adding all these cover versions, but I think it's cool. I mean, he's singing about an alcoholic drink. It fits right into the the whole tone of the thing, and the very. The final song was interesting because Jimmy did not come out on stage all by himself and sing whatever song came to him. The final song was a Pirate Looks at 40.
3: Well, we started the weekend early. That's all I got to say. I'd like, a little, I'd like to make a little toast to this wonderful crowd, the first crowd back. We'll always remember this one. I will. Thank you, Nashville, for wherever you came. All right. And uh, like I said, I came to Nashville the first time. I like how he's was smacking his lips
0: after the toast. But I guess he's tired of uh, getting all that, having all that pressure of deciding what song to sing. So now he's just going to program the last song, put it into the set list. Um, so that was the first night of the new tour, and two nights later, he performed in Nashville again at the SN Theater. Um, this time, instead of really quiet microphones for the bing and bong show they had incredibly loud microphones for the bing and bong show so it was so overmodulated you couldn't understand them but anyway i've got i've got this clip from the show because jimmy sings a little of fly like an eagle so i've got I, we now have a bootleg of him singing steve miller
4: i mean
3: we have all kinds of stories I'm yeah. trying to think of one. It wasn't Nashville, but I know one on you. That was, that was in Lakeland, Florida. Oh, boy. <laughs> After we, we came off of an it's Eagles It's about time to go gig. on stage.
4: Oh, <laughs> That's right. We, opening
3: for the Eagles. Eagles. Well,
4: we had been up all night in That's, Cleveland. It, Do you remember where we yes. were? Yes. And you flew with those guys. I flew with those yeah, Eagles. And we flew, Fly, Lincoln, Eagles. We flew commercial. And we started teeing it up about 7 a.m. And when I got there
3: and got in the helicopter to go to the gig, they said, you ought to see your band.
4: Well, we took a little nap.
3: Yeah. yeah. And you had a little. You had a little. You attacked the bathroom, if well, I remember. Probably
4: right. so. Probably so. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I can we, picture it now. We yeah, got yeah. through the gig. Yeah. Yeah. We hadn't even done the gig. The gig was at midnight. So yeah. we had. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It was midnight. <laughs> and we were the headliners on that one. It we was your first night. big headliner gig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got through. It was a great show. I'm tired. Yeah.
0: So there you go. There's the Bing and Bong show. Um, Surprisingly, I really figured that they would that Jimmy would change everything around. It would be a totally new set list for his second night in the same city. And it turned out to be pretty much the same show. It was the same songs. There were some of them were moved around a little, but it was still the same songs Um, for five o'clock somewhere. He was talking about New Orleans and he admitted that uh, he lost his virginity there. And it's like, I really don't need to know that.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Though, actually, I do know it's because of an entertainment, uh, entertainment Tonight story on Jimmy when he was in New Orleans. He actually went to the hotel room where he lost his virginity with, <laughs> with a lady of the evening. And he's sitting on the bed where he lost his virginity. This, this 70-year-old guy. And it's like, I don't need to know this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same um, bed. <laughs> It was the same room. I, yeah, I doubt it's the same bed, but it was the same room. Um, it was this, according to him, at least. Um, it was, oh, I forgot to mention that, uh, for five o'clock somewhere, he was introducing Mac and saying that he's, he does uh, Alan Jackson impersonation. And then right after five o'clock somewhere, Jimmy starts saying Mac also does impressions. And it's, and then he catches himself because he just did that song. And, uh, the next song was instead come Monday. Uh, and then uh, Here's a clip from Cheeseburger in Paradise Which is uh, the 15th song In the set list um, This is Jimmy making fun of Mr. Utley Like he likes to do so often He's making fun of Mr. Utley's lisp
3: And uh, I don't know, I went out today And I had myself an impossible burger I did An impossible burger I, just yeah, have I, tell you, I like it But yeah. <laughs> I'll eat them But every now and then I gotta go for cheeseburger yeah. How do you like yours, Mr. Utley, when you're in town?
4: Oh, I like mine with lettuce and tomato.
3: Yeah, you know. Hines <sighs> bro-
4: 57 and French fried potatoes. French fried? You said French fried? Pumphreys. <laughs> Big kosher pickle Ooh. and a cold draft beer. I saw these people bring in
3: lots of cold draft beer, man. Good job! Go-
0: I have to pause it again because I forgot to mention that I include a little bit of the song in here, but to because to get to the part where Jimmy's making fun of Mr. Utley, I had to do another crossfade. So the song might sound a little awkward.
4: Good God Almighty, which way do I steer?
0: so there are there are the two parts where jimmy makes fun of mr utley and it's not the last time he's gonna do that um here's another clip from why don't we get drunk this is again jimmy talking about the grand old opry and being chased by a guy with a hook who's gonna pull him off the stage
3: And I used to have these recurring dreams that I was on the Opry playing this song, and there was a guy chasing me, you know, with a hook to try to get me off the stage. <laughs> and I haven't done the Opry yet, but by God, I will get there. And if I do, I think I might sing this song and watch out for that guy with the
4: hook. Oh.
0: I just like that part. Jimmy's lucid dreaming on stage. He changes the dream to fit what he wants.
1: Again, I got to say all this during these COVID times and all the interviews I've said a billion times, he's more open. He's saying stuff I really haven't heard before. And then now even on stage and talk about where he lost his virginity, it's getting carried away.
0: But that, uh, He actually mentions that on other shows. But I'm I didn't record the clips because it's like well, for <laughs> I one thing is <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying no. to protect trying to protect myself. But also it's not like this is new news because it was on entertainment tonight. I mean it was on video. But uh, not the losing the Virginia him talking about it.
1: Yeah, I just gonna say they, they <laughs> found a video. <laughs> they had video that long ago. Yeah. Nowadays, I'm sure there's video. But he yeah.
0: did uh, sangria wine as the on- as one of the encores again. And once once again, the final song was Pirate Licks of 40. And this time this is the clip that I have of him talking about the Bob Dylan. Joan Baez um, duet where he drops yeah. the F. He drops the F-bomb. No. I will not. I'm playing my clip. Shut up. Uh,
3: I came to Nashville the first time seeking fortune and fame in 1969. It took a while. Uh, but that same year, this other guy came to town uh, and he already had a little fortune and fame. His name was Bob Dylan. He recorded Nashville skyline. One of my favorite albums ever here. And, uh, uh, An amazing thing was I was lucky enough to meet Bob uh, years later, I guess in the 80s sometime only. He came into St. Bart's on his boat and we got to hang out. And, and in 1982, this is like before internet, and cell phones, and, and a friend of mine called me on a payphone from the Rose Bowl in Pasadena and he said, you're not going to believe this, one. Bob Dylan and Joan Baez just did Power Looks at 40 and they're set. And I went, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Excuse me, but that's what I said. <laughs> and. Uh,
0: Yeah, I like that one because he apologizes for swearing. I have to take a quick dog bathroom break. Oh,
2: I'm I'm being summoned. Sorry.
0: I have to take a quick beer break. All right. All right.
2: (laughs) We need to put like a
1: hold music on or something.
0: (laughs) I've got three more shows to go to through. So you guys want to keep going or save them for another Zoom call?
1: Well, don't, cool. does matter. We, we don't have much. Of, what else? Let's have a production meeting. What else do we have to talk about? <laughs> <Fun> <laughs> no, enough. I, I mean, seriously, uh, God, there was something I had and I forgot. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. You know what I really could go for is like three more shows of stuff.
2: <laughs> that's I'm gonna, a great idea.
1: I'm having dark chocolate and bourbon. It's supposed Ooh. to go together. Oh,
0: Mr. Continental.
2: I pulled out the uh, Woodford Reserve double
0: oaked. Ooh. It's good.
4: <clears throat>
0: well, the next show was Saturday, July 10th at Noblesville, Indiana. And uh, it's no longer Deer Creek, it's called Ruoff Music Center. And I guess it's really gotten built up since Mike and I were there. Because um, Back then, it was it was a party store that sold warm beer. That was like that was like downtown, oh. but I guess it's a lot bigger. Jimmy talks about that later on in a clip that I've got. Um, I've got a little clip from the Bing and Bong show. Jimmy improvises a song, which might be on a feature album, although doubtful. Um, and also, Mr. Utley suddenly wants to talk about Jimmy's hair color which he usually refers to as Arctic Blonde, but for some reason, Jimmy blanked on it and didn't know what Mr. Utley was driving at. And then they ended up talking about coloring their hair in you know, years past, and both of them not liking the effects and, and instantly not doing that anymore. But the clip that I have is mainly just the song that Jimmy comes up with.
4: Back so, here, we are. It's so good. Oh, There's no. a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Uh, out there. It's been 18 months, <laughs> and I've seen that many people. In 18 months, they
3: uh, didn't take a trip. They didn't. So now they came to see us, then they're gonna take a sip. <laughs>
4: we'll I just made seat. that oh, up. That's hey, nice. let me have a little more all of that. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm gonna
0: start the show with that.
4: Oh uh, yeah, eight. That's a great. 18 idea. months. Hey,
2: sounds like there are a few uh, a few wines in right there.
0: Well, uh, Jimmy's got a snake juice. He's got a snake juice that I always Mm. drinks before a show, which is actually tequila, but he calls Mm. it snake juice. And uh, the uh, pathetic thing is that Jimmy tried to come up with the lyrics again. He tried to repeat the song and he got it all mixed up and it got worse and worse, but I'll, I'll spare you that part. Um, The next clip is from knees in my heart. And Jimmy talks about, um, Meeting up with everybody after the long pandemic shutdown.
3: You know, in the last eighteen months, I mean, everybody had to find something to do. So it turns out uh, uh, we had the good fortune of having Radio Margaritaville and Margaritaville TV, where we can keep in touch with all of y'all. <clears throat> to the great uh, first responders, healthcare workers, people that did everything uh, during this crazy thing, uh, this is a little song for for all of them right here. And uh, and also tonight, I mean, uh, we've kind of we've kind of crept our way back in into performing because, uh, you know, as everybody couldn't do what they really wanted to do or loved to do. So we kind of we kind of started out like little turtles in Mike Utley's uh, living room in in Venice, California, going, well, we got our vaccine. Let's get ready to go to work, you know, and uh, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. Just remember that you don't have it get it because we could not do this without it. so we and I have to admit this I we I've never said this on stage before but we I walked in I haven't seen my band in 18 months walked in Mike Utley's standing uh, sitting at his uh, his uh, piano Robert Greenwich is behind me with the pan I'm playing guitar Mac and Eric are on zoom you know because we're the old parts in the band so we got the vaccine first and everybody else had to stay on so we walked in to start playing and we looked at each other, and we started playing like volcano, and we started crying. And uh it was just we missed each other that much, because this is my other family, as much as we missed you out here. So
4: thanks for waiting.
0: <laughs> so you go, that's the touching part of today's show. Um one particular harbor, Jimmy suddenly mentions arctic blonde to mr utley in the middle of the song and because of that he doesn't say the not yet part so i wonder if everybody in the audience was was alarmed and afraid because he didn't say not yet is that like uh bad superstition or something so that's this clip
3: I'd like to refer to my hair as Arctic Blonde. Thank you
0: very much. So that's that clip.
2: The people said it. I was yeah. going to say, the crowd was into it.
0: Yep. but then I'm wondering if they, they you know, yeah, they glanced wondering. around. I he, I wanna he didn't say, say it. I he didn't say it with us. <laughs> so
1: sorry. I want to say, I really appreciate that song. That is that is such a terrific song. We know this. <laughs> but I've just heard it lately. I'm like, just what a great song whenever it comes on.
0: Here's a clip from Little Martha. Um, it's not Max' intro. It's actually Jimmy's intro. And he talks about um, fun being shut off on the planet again. But this time he adds a swear. So that means I have to exit it. Include it. it. Yep.
3: Thank you, dancers. Hula Line. Hip hop. What are you doing out there? Woo! All right. Are we having fun on Saturday night? Oh, we're having fun. Yeah, when you think about it, though, I, when it all happened, it was first time in the history of the Big Round Ball that they shut fun down on the whole goddamn planet, you know? And it was our job to get it back, okay? And I have a lot of help here. And this band and in this crew and that's uh we stayed together through all the hard times because uh all we thought about was getting back to play for y'all because you make us feel so good and all we do this we return the favor
0: after that i've got a clip from cheeseburger in paradise here is jimmy once again making fun of mr utley
3: <clears throat> for those of you who did not tailgate enough to to get your appetites up and you're still a little bit hungry we're going to present to you a virtual cheeseburger at this point in the show. Well, we're going to pretend like it. Just think about the best cheeseburger you ever ate and just kind of, you know, remember it. What, I mean, they got some good ones here. I know. I'm, I'm going to go with Steak and Shake.
4: Steak
3: and Shake. Steak and Shake's good. Right here, From right here. Yeah. Steak and Shake saved my life many times. How about you? Where's yours?
4: Hmm, I'd go with Steak and Shake. you going that. to go with Steak and Shake? Yeah, but I like mine. I like, I like mine with lettuce and tomato. Oh, uh, uh, Heinz 57 <laughs> and French fried potato. He's moving things along. Oh, yeah, my. Big kosher pickle and a cold draft beer. Oh, baby. <laughs> ah, good God money, Which way do I stick?
0: Just was, just
4: that I gotta, I gotta so. was that the kosher pickle you
0: needed? A kosher pickle. I gotta roll back.
4: Was that the kosher pickle you needed? A kosher pickle. That was not in the script.
0: Next clip is from Nobody From Nowhere. And uh, Jimmy's talking about farms and fields and cows. And I was thinking that was his refrain for the Midwest. But actually, it's a lyric from Nobody From Nowhere, which I forgot till I listened to the song recently, Farms and Fields and Cows. Um, So that's this clip. And also, he talks about he's talked about his paternal grandfather quite often. Now he talks about his maternal grandfather. Um, he's done it in previous shows but this is the first clip because it just fits so nicely so he's introduced nobody from nowhere with uh, similar words but here he is doing it at the Indianapolis show
3: farms and fields and cows farms and fields and cows Yeah. yeah um it was great. I mean, after, after 35 years of, of coming here, uh, we always land at a little airport out in Mount Comfort and come back through, and uh, this place has grown up, I'm telling you. Yeah. There's like a sushi bar on the way to the gig. Remember when it was just farms and fields and cows, and you came out here to Deer Lake, and that's it?
0: And it says Deer Lake. It's so a Deer yeah. Creek. Let's
3: go back to that we time,
0: to we shall do.
4: we?
3: Bear <laughs> Mountain. This is a little song, another one written by our great friend, sometime part time wingman, Coral reefer, Will Kimbrough. But when I first heard this song, it reminded me of going to Mississippi and. Uh, I know that a lot of people know that I have a a sailing grandfather that kind of had a huge influence on my life. But my other grandfather was a farmer in a little town called Hickory, Mississippi. And we would go up and run those back roads of Alabama and Mississippi and go up to visit my grandfather on his farm. But he also had a great influence on me, too, because uh, when he taught me how to to, uh, chase chickens and milk cows, he also took me down to the Jimmy Rogers Memorial in Meridian. He took me in and showed me and told me who Jimmy Rogers was and bought me my first album, which was the Jimmy Rogers album. And, uh, and so he had a great influence on me musically because I love what Jimmy Rogers did for the world. And that he came from a little town and he was a nobody from nowhere, just like I started out and a lot of other people. So uh, thank you to T.D. Pete's, my grandfather from Hickory, Mississippi. And anybody in farms and fields and cows, I loved coming to work today. They were still out there. All right, good, good work, Indiana. All right, let's do it.
0: And that's all you get from that song. Um, next clip is from Finns. Um, Jimmy is unable to finish the song. See if you can pick up when a uh, when his voice just drops out.
4: You got this.
3: I looked out there and I saw twenty-five thousand pins in there, and I just lost it. Thank you very much. Wow. <clears throat> you think that that didn't exist fifty years ago? There was no such thing as the land shark. We've invented a new species right here in the inland the Midwest, west of America.
4: All right, so. Uh,
0: And then he goes into Margaritaville, and that's the end of the concert proper. And then the encores include Sangria Wine again, which was cool. But then he stops doing it. He didn't do it for the next two shows, which was a shame. Uh, Fast forward to the next week, Tuesday, July 13th. He was in Cincinnati, the big concert in Cincinnati. Um, The Bing and Bong show was quite entertaining this time because Jimmy had the hiccups.
4: What was that about? Happy to be here. To be here. No, I'm just happy. I am just <laughs> happy. I got the hiccups. You do? Yeah, I don't have them. <laughs> you got have to talk a lot. I may have put. Uh, well, anyway. about, I'm so, so excited okay. to be here. I got the hiccups. You remember, remember the old days on the waterfront? Yes. Over, oh, over across the, the, the bridge in Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but we are back where it all started. We are. This is great to be back. Oops. Oh, I got some
3: fucking hiccups on to right now. 20,000 was? How about some
4: viewer mail? How about some viewer Yeah. Okay. Where I can on gasp that.
3: on my way right. through okay, here we go. Hold your breath and count to 100.
4: That's what my mom says. You okay.
3: You're put me upside down on my arm? Um...
4: Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. That's but it. Oh, listen to me. Um, Scare me. Was... No. No, no, I just, just wait a minute, wait a minute, wait yeah, just shot me. Get it then! Get up! <laughs> hey! Oh! oh! Yeah. Okay, hey, so back to that question. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> the
3: show will not go on on time tonight.
4: Hey, what did you do to me? I Am I nervous because I'm back here? What is I it? I don't know. You can't I'm make excited. this stuff up. Live. This
1: is live television. Oh, we live television. <laughs> well,
0: it was. It was on Margaritaville. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> How do you you guys
1: get rid of... He should drink. I uh, I drink water from the other end of the glass.
0: I have a foolproof way to get rid of hiccups, but it only works on me. And you just... Just lean back, concentrate on your Adam's apple and just relax your neck and it works. But you have to it has to be really quiet. So you don't you can't break your concentration. Wow. So it's, it's tough to do it when there are a bunch of people around. But you just lean back, concentrate on your Adam's apple and just relax your throat. And that's all it is. It's just the tightness in your throat. So just relax. That, this one it goes away. Huh? Hard to discover that. <laughs> trial and error. But <laughs> it works all the time to
2: relax and focus on my Adam's apple.
0: <laughs> well, just your throat. But I mean, your Adam's apple is just in the middle of it. So that's, but it's, it's a tightness in your throat. You just concentrate in your throat and just relax. Just relax your throat. And then the trick is to relax it like a good half minute longer than you think because when you think you're done, you'll get the hiccups again. They'll, they'll exactly. pop right back on. You just have to. You once you think you've cured it, then wait like another half minute, and then they'll be gone. I'm going to use
1: this. Uh, Deborah I gets the hiccups, and then it's a thing. It's for like a it long it time. always
0: works. the the, tr- the trick is to to concentrate on it. Is you know finding a quiet place where you can just concentrate yeah. on relaxing your throat. But anyway. Um I just like that part we where Jimmy where, where Jimmy goes uh <laughs> I is gotta the, pre- the
2: team shirt right
1: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Special Olympics.
0: Where, where Jimmy's think saying to himself, I gotta perform in before twenty thousand people and I got the fucking hiccups. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so um, sorry. Wow. Sorry, sorry,
0: sorry. This is I'll explain it. Oh, okay. He's Here's crazy. the uh the the uh, clip from Lodi Dar where Jimmy screws up while singing he sings the chorus too early so see if you can hear that hey Kate's flashing us early. Um, Next clip is from Grapefruit Juicy Fruit. He starts playing with the wrong guitar. So see if you can hear that.
3: We'll continue with a little forgiveness right here. I'm forgiving myself for this one, but this is a little, you know, it's it's that Catholic guilt thing. You know, That's when you clean up before the maid gets there. You know, Mm -hmm.
0: The, the lyrics. Break into a vamp until I get back. Um. Here's, oh, uh, f- oh, I'm almost skipping something. After Why No One I Know, Cheeseburger in Paradise, and Delaney Talks to Statues, Jimmy performed Havana Daydreaming. He brought that song back because of the unrest in Cuba. And the song after that was Nobody from Nowhere. Um, he talks about farms and fields and cows again.
3: A lot of people know that uh, my sailing grandfather had a big, big uh, uh, kind of impact on me. and But my other grandfather was a farmer in a little town called Hickory, Mississippi, that had a pretty good impact on me as well. And I remember when I saw this song of driving on you know, the back roads of Alabama and Mississippi, going up to see him on his farm, learning how to milk cows and chase chickens. And the other thing was that uh, he lived very close to the memorial for Jimmy Rogers, the great... Probably one of the great creators of country music, and uh, he would drive me down there, and I didn't know anything about Jimmy Rogers, and he bought me my first LP album that I ever owned, which was a Jimmy Rogers record, and I would listen and listened and listen to that, and then when I heard Elvis was I went, oh, I know where he got from that Mississippi guy, that other Mississippi guy got from that other Mississippi guy, and that's how it happens talking to a Mississippi guy who is distantly related to one of those mississippi guys yeah i'm distantly related to jimmy rogers which one are you distantly related to we we're we're distantly related
5: yeah but but, but everybody in mississippi's fairly pretty related. much related yes
1: that's
3: true anyway uh this is a little song that, that uh if if any of you drove uh, drove here tonight uh coming through farms and fields and you know, was waving to cows and they waved back, uh you drank too much on the way to the show, probably. You know? And if any of you who brought a cow to the show,
4: damn good on you, all
3: right. So this little song called Nobody from Nowhere where I started out in Mississippi.
0: And the final clip is from of 40, which once again was the final song of the show.
3: And so I never got to thank him for doing that and thank him for the songs that inspired
0: me. Oh, he's talking about, about Dylan. And, and so I never got to thank Isaac him and. for
3: doing that and thank him for the songs that inspired me. So so on the, on the stage where a lot of stuff has happened me. Hey, Bob, thanks for doing Pirate. Tonight I'm going to do it for one of my favorite audiences in the world. And thank you for doing it, too. This is the way I played it for him on his boat in St. Bar's. Just sitting there doing it. I have a female grasshopper running all over in here. Somewhere. That's quite, I don't know if she was going for the moon or the person there, but she's, uh, she's inspiring me as she's wiggling
4: around. Oh, there she is. Hey. Enjoy the show, honey. All right. That's a first.
3: <laughs> I bet that didn't happen to Bob and Joan. Right?
4: <laughs> mother, mother, she, I live for seven, oh, why?
3: hell they come back one day They still can manage to smile It just
4: takes a while it just takes a while Patience, Grasshopper!
2: He was a little oh. thrown off there, wasn't he?
0: There was another crossfade in there just so I could get to the patient's grasshopper part, which he's done many times before, referring to Kung Fu and David Carradine. But now he can actually address it to an actual grasshopper. <laughs> so we jump to the next show, which is the final show of this first leg of the tour. We're back in Nashville at the AsN Theater. Um, this is a Friday show. Because the Thursday show, which I think was in Pennsylvania, was canceled. But there's this Friday show on July 16th, 2021. And uh for the Bing and Bong show, <clears throat> I saw earlier somebody um in the in the uh Buffett News Facebook page, I think, was writing in to Bing and Bong to ask them when Jimmy says Heinz 57, does he mean the Heinz 57 steak sauce or does he mean Heinz ketchup? And so he was all proud about that question. And it actually got answered. It actually got asked and answered on the Bing and Bong show. And Jimmy just says, oh, uh, steak sauce. And it's like when I after I thought about it, it's like, well, of course it is because Heinz ketchup is just Heinz ketchup. It's not Heinz.
2: 57. It's not called Heinz 57. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Heinz
1: mustard is not <laughs> 57 either.
0: <clears throat> because it's the story is they went through 57. Uh, blends of it to get to that steak sauce. That's why it's called Heinz 57. Um, and also there was a lot of talk. Mr. Utley kept referring to, I guess, the nickname for Nashville is Crane City because I guess it's under construction. Uh-huh. And so there are all the cranes around, which I, which was like my nickname for Toronto back way back when, when I visited there, many, many moons ago. Um, so Jimmy was upset because it should be Music City. It's not Crane City. And I mentioned that because Jimmy does mention it later in one of the clips. Um, so we jump to the first clip of this show. The third Nashville show is from Changes, the intro to Changes. See,
3: I don't know about you, but I got confused in the pandemic. I don't know. You know? We are supposed to. Be- this is the show that was first booked about 2,000 years ago. And then things came down, and the next thing you know, we're playing here for three nights. Thank you very much, Nashville, Tennessee. But isn't that right? Y'all bought the first tickets to the first one, right? This is it. So I'm not good at math, but so this was the first show, but it's the third one now. But we're going to really give them a really good third first show.
0: Next clip is from the end of 5 o'clock somewhere. And it's pretty self-explanatory.
4: Oh,
3: and by the way, Matt just had a birthday. When
5: I'm 64,
3: yeah, not bad for 64. Y'all want, y'all want to sing "Happy Birthday, Man"?
4: Who's gonna start? Who's gonna start?
3: Y'all start. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that sounded like a bad rehearsal at uh, a pregame show. Okay. This is Music City, not Crane City. All right. <laughs> Happy tune.
4: Birthday.
3: Happy birthday. Play it, Mr. Baby. Happy birthday, Mac McGonagly. Happy.
4: To
5: you. I was already red before all that started Well, you're redder now <laughs> I'm redder now I, okay. Thank you, folks <laughs>
3: If you've noticed now, this show tonight's being a little casual because it's kind of the end of the tour. We're having a good time and we're in a town that's casual about it. So uh, I thought it'd be nice to give Mac a little happy birthday wish. And uh...
0: next clip is from a song that Jimmy brought back. Everybody's on the phone. I'm not exactly sure why he brought it back, but he did. And the, 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 he also rewrote the lyrics. He mentioned Richard Branson's Space Flight. And he talks about social media influencers. But the really noteworthy thing about this song was that they took Fingers' harmonica solo and they added it to the live performance. So here is a clip of Fingers performing Everybody's on the Phone without actually being on the stage.
2: Wow. And that's it, cool it really adds so much
0: yeah it's like
2: yeah. oh that's so that's the way that's it's supposed just, to sound exactly it feels yeah. so good
0: but um and it also they also left his uh his track going to the end of the song but i just i highlighted the solo and um frank marshall returned producer director Frank Marshall returned from Margaritaville playing guitar on Margaritaville and there were only two encores, Nobody From Nowhere and Pirate Looks at 40 and here are Jimmy's final words from this leg of the 2021 Life on the Flipside Tour
3: Thank you all for coming again. Remember one thing I'd like to thank this crazy Time we've been in first responders, hospital workers, scientists who built a vaccine. If there was no vaccine, we wouldn't be having shows.
4: That's the honest to God truth. Get vaccinated, help America, and we love you so much. Good night, God bless.
0: That's nice. eight, eight shows from April to mid-July.
1: Oh, from April. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Skipping yeah. the two Delray beach shows that I've recorded. I don't know if the other two Delray beach shows have ever been broadcast. I thought they were going to be, but I didn't see any word of it. So it's, Slightly incomplete, but it's as complete as I can get it.
2: That's awesome. We covered a lot of ground. I know. <laughs> we <laughs> we yeah, way to go, Mick. <laughs> I'm glad I was able to help you through that, Mick. Yeah, sitting here listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did miss the Cincinnati show. I was able to record all the other um, things, but I did miss the Cincinnati show. So I. Oh, a debt of gratitude to the guys on the folks on the Buffett News Discussion Board that share um, concert recordings off Radio Margaritaville. So that was cool that I was able to uh, get access to the Cincy show.
1: Cool. Well, thanks for doing that.
2: Excuse
0: me. Oh, no problem. And I'm going to have to get right back at it, too, because he's back in the beginning of August.
2: That's awesome. Which is like next
0: week. This week. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that this would be the July show, but I'm actually not sure because I'm going to be kind of busy the next couple days, so it might not show up till August. So, unfortunately, that would mean no shows for June or July. But at least we recorded a July show. See, you can you always can say that.
1: All right, I'm going to head out, guys. Get some rest. All right, let's wrap it up. Do you give the date yeah? It's again. only
0: been it's only been three hours, <laughs>
1: right? I forgot a joke this week. Yeah, oh, so. I had my no. hopes up.
2: Surprising.
1: <laughs> or if we could do the knock, knock. Yeah. Okay. Who's there? Oh, no, Broke, uh, broken do it. pencil. Broken pencil. <laughs> broken pencil. Who? Never mind. It's pointless. <laughs> okay. So.
0: Uh, uh, it's geez. a joke that describes itself. <laughs> I think you should leave
1: <laughs> <laughs> on Netflix. Very good. Okay, All right, I'll see you guys. All right, thanks a see, see you, gentlemen. All right, bye. Here we go. Leave
5: just,
2: meeting.
1: Is... Oh, here's leave. It's been a
5: while. That's
2: wasted away.